Good evening, my friend. I'm afraid I can't talk for long. Something is about to have happened that will have required my undivided attention. Yes. Uh, oh, yes, the business with Visk at Spallanzani's workshop. That was... Well, I'll leave you to draw your own conclusions. I would hate to put my thumb on the scales of the narrative, as it were. Oh, you want to know what happened to Skulltend is next? Well, we have that in common, as you will soon see. Visk. Yes? After the confrontation with the tangled revenant of Nokia Spallanzani's soul, you were left alone in Spallanzani's workshop. You made your way down the hill and back to the well in a now-familiar silence. This part of the post-mission ritual always really drives home the fundamental differences between Felicity and Dudu, who simply warp to borrowed bodies in the land of the living that they discard after, and you, who have to swim all the way there and all the way back every time. They're mortals, you're something else. The psychic wastes that board of the river would drive Dudu or Felicity insane, but to you they're just gray, featureless, rolling hills of nothing. The waters you're swimming in wear away the memory and personality of mortals like a pressure washer on a sandcastle, but they just leave you feeling rejuvenated. In fact, the first time you were able to cast uh, any kind of magical abilities or whatever was after you swam in this river. An intrusive thought occurs to you. What if you just stayed in the river? What if you never went back to deal with the messy emotional fallout of this mission? <sighs> what if... But that thought is followed by a sensation, the same sensation you always feel when you get one of these intrusive thoughts. A human would describe it as a hand reaching into their chest and squeezing their heart so tightly it can't beat. To you, it just feels like duty. You have a job to do, so you do it. And speaking of your job, there it is. City Hall, shining silver as it bridges across the river. You swim up under it and find the trapdoor in the grated flooring is already hanging open to let you back in. As you slurp your human form up into the green room, you see, illuminated by the pale green light of the river flowing beneath you, that Felicity and Dudu are still here, as is Planchette, as is the mayor. <laughs> ah, hello, Visk. We were just waiting for you, staring at you with those horrible empty sockets. No jawbone, no shirt. Wow. Hi. Yes, yes. First, how's everyone doing? Uh. Felicity, do. Not. Mm, yes. Not. I'm going to be real with you, Mr. Mayor. It's not our cleanest work. Yeah, sorry. Even after, even the train blowing up was a little was a little more cut and dry than this one. Yes, yes. Even though there was a lot of cleanup on that later. Uh, what with the pickle was? man? Oh, the pickle man and the. The whatever. Any, it's, uh, oh, oh, yeah, of yes. course. My mistake. Yes. Uh, it's messy work. It's all right. I, I Actually, I want to apologize for putting the three of you into that situation. You see, Spallanzani is, uh... He's one of our known unknowns, you might say. One of a number of dangerous entities in the land of the living whose very existence represents a threat to everyone else's. He didn't seem that... Dangerous. Well, yeah. Really? Are you sure? <laughs> Considering his product, of course. Yes. Well, it's the product we have to consider, isn't it? The f by their fruits shall ye know them. 
would be a cool thing for someone to say. Of course, in this world, it's never been stated ever. So a necromancer, you know, it's a dangerous thing at the best of times, but I was unaware that the situation had deteriorated to quite that extent. So I apologize. Could have helped him. I did. I, well, we, I mean, we helped. We helped Nokia, but, you know, I... I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm talking out of line. I'm sorry. No, no, you're, you're, not, you're not wrong, but... You see, I did... When, when I channeled through this, I did something I've been trying very hard... Is that what happened? ...to avoid. Yes. Oh, yes. Is that what happened? Yes, yes. That was that what happened? Yes, that is what happened. What? That is Listen, he asked it also. <laughs> is that what happened? Yes. Is that the sound I heard? Yes. Now, I'll say it at once. Ready? Three. Is that, that what, what happened? happened? You were in me? Great. That should be very easy to line up on the track. Indy, anyway, uh, I did something I've been trying to, to avoid. I got, I got directly involved. Put my thumb on the scales as it were, and in so doing it is possible and even likely that I broke a certain stalemate. Stalemate? What do you mean? Are we pawns in your game? Well, and he sort of leans back like in this like uh, good old boy gesture like, oh, good old, the good old mayor, but he leans back and then actually kind of stumbles backwards. And as he does, the green glow of the river flickers. Whoa. And for just a second, the room is as dark as anything has ever been anywhere. And even though all three of you can see in the dark, you cannot see in this. This is not the absence of light. This is light's enemy. It is the void and the abyss and the nothing. It was the natural state of existence before it was corrupted by the indignity of matter and thought. And though this is happening in a single second, it has been happening for a thousand miles long and ten feet away, which feels like yesterday, and all around you, the walls have receded backwards into the distant past and a misremembered tomorrow. And everybody make a wisdom saving throw as the fabric of space-time is ripped away like a spider web in a hurricane. <laughs> I'm fine, by the way. Sorry, folks, that was me. <laughs> that was on me. That's a four. Seventeen. Ooh. 19. So you're stretching out on this. Uh, Felicity, you don't remember anything. You've always felt this. This is the this is the worst thing it is possible for an organism to feel, you believe, because you don't remember, and you're in this dark, infinite moment that is suddenly, suddenly broken by the two red dots of the mare's eyes floating in the air like dying suns. And the entire room is red and then as the mayor raises its hand, it's green. And time is flowing normally, and the room is green, and you're all back where you were, and the mayor's eyes return to empty black sockets. God, what the fuck was that? Uh, uh. Before you can move, the gumatic tube at the edge of the room that this usually uses to get here spits out four bright translucent goomen who surround the mayor and point glowing translucent pseudopods at each of you. Which of you threatens the mayor? Answer yourself! Up, up, that's enough, sir, that's enough. The mayor is holding up a finger. Well, so much for the stalemate. 
sorry I thought I'd have more time to get you ready. But it seems my getting directly involved has sped up the clock. We'll need to... We'll need to send you back out immediately. Immediately? Oh, man. Yes. Oh. Whatever you say, though. Oh, God. I gotta check my stories. <sighs> I'm... So, you know I what? left my stories on. I... You are the only one who gets stories. I am... I, I've got to come by and hang out with you sometime. And then we'll talk, Dudu says, quite menacingly. Fair enough. Visk is insanely <laughs> jealous. <laughs> they don't know that's what that is, though. <laughs> you don't know that's what jealousy is? I don't think they know that they're jealous. Oh, okay. You, just, you cannot mm. know that you're jealous about someone. Fair enough, yeah. That's true. If the opposition party is making a move, I, I can't discuss anything further here. That was a... That was a targeted attack on the space-time construct. They could already be here, listening from the past or the future, where my omniscience is less than total. But there is one place in particular they're very likely to strike first. And he kneels down between Dudu and Felicity's chalk rectangles. The goomen are making a, path, a space for him to do this. And he's making adjustments to both of these rectangles simultaneously. Oh with the bony index fingers of each hand, you hear a scraping sound, and you suddenly realize that what you've assumed was chalk this whole time is actually the dust of the mare's finger bones as it's dragged across this grating, leaving just a thick trail of dust behind where he is making tiny little adjustments. Ew. Wow. The... I look at Flossie and go, ew. <laughs> this is bone dust. I really, I wanted to take you all down to Carpe Seum, have a good time. You know, some of that, some of that, you know, that, that, the trauma comfort. Ooh, it was going to be so good. Ah. Oh, God damn it! Alas, unfortunately, oh. no, we, we have never had less time, <laughs> I'm afraid. Some stories. But perhaps a rain check then. Fuck. Yeah, I, yes, let's go with that. Uh, Planchette is back at her little perch. She's like, we got water, we got a bird, we got meat. We're ready to go. Let's go. This isn't a joke. This is very important. Come on, come on. Back to your zones. Yes, ma'am. Come on. Okay. Uh, what, one last thing. I, uh... Actually, yes, let's, uh, let's go ahead and send uh, Felicity and Dudu. Felicity, the, the bone dust hands emerge and cover you, and even though you don't breathe in the afterlife, you lose consciousness as they cover your mouth and nose. Uh, Dudu, you feel your awareness rise up out of your body towards the land of the living, and this time it feels like when you wake up and you're running so late that you're up and out of the bed and doing things and making coffee on autopilot before your brain is finished putting your consciousness together. Right. Uh, so y'all are gone. Visk, your trap door never actually got closed. So that's just open. But uh, as you move toward it, the mayor puts like, again, like just a light finger on your shoulder. Ugh. Visk, one last thing. I, I can't be certain of our informational security here in the afterlife. So I'm, I'm afraid that from now on, Planchette and I won't be able to monitor you directly. So... Please be careful. I don't have time to train their replacements. Oh. Uh, right. Good luck. And he pushes you into the... Into the <laughs> uh, you swim north, as always, towards the land of the living, as always, alone. God, that was confusing. By day... The blistering sun bakes the miles of red clay earth around Puzzlefield Gardens into a thin skin of jagged interlocking pieces that give the cemetery its name. And by day, 
Visitors take comfort that even the ground beneath their feet seems to be ordered and intentional. But at night, as it is now, the pale light of the waxing gibbous moon makes the black gaps between those puzzle pieces sharper, bringing them into a more focused relief. And it seems to suggest the opposite, that all of existence is nothing but a cracked and crumbling layer of reality spread to its limit on top of an infinite abyss, and that at any moment a wrong step could send you crashing through the ground to plummet forever. There is some reassuring reality to be found in the red barn owl that swoops down from across the fields to perch on the low roof of a rough-looking shack. The owl steps from talon to talon in the shadow of a dark green 15-foot-tall hedge that stretches as far as the eye can see to the north and west before meeting in a corner by the shack. As a manual hand pump by the shack begins to shake and rattle, hundreds of worms, beetles, ants, and other burrowing insects push themselves up through the black gaps between the clay puzzle piece earth, the worms forming a crime scene outline of a Catalian woman that is filled in by the wet clay from further down where the heat of the sun never reaches. The owl has a brief moment of thinking, hey, my friggin' lucky day, free bugs! but then its body begins to swell up, its wings forming arms and feathery fingers and human legs sprouting out the bottom of its body. Hey, my freaking lucky day, free bugs. Yay. <laughs> oh, wait, that's you, Felicity. How's it going? Uh, I've been better, but... Yeah, bugs now. It's good to be able to see, and she's, like, turning her hands over, looking at either sides of her hands. It's good to be back. You see, like, one worm, like... Uh, turn into a, a little, like a little vein flexing in your paw. Mm-hmm. Gross. I saw that too. And I lost my accent. <laughs> yeah, you got good vision. You can see that. Yuck. From from up on top of the shack. Hey, look at me. I'm on top of the freaking shack over here. Whoa. <laughs> Careful. Can I climb down the shacks? Careful. Yeah, it's it's, it's like eight, it's like six feet. It's a, it is a. That's still gonna hurt my legs and knees. I'm a big guy. Yeah, I'll land on your feathers then. I have human legs and knees. That's fair. I can't believe I forgot. God. <laughs> uh, okay, a six six foot drop. Yeah. Uh, uh, rolled a ten acrobatics two. It's twelve. You you drop like a teen sliding off a short wall that he and his friends hang out on frequently by day and night. Hey, I say as I come down. Hey. Now you land right next to a uh, hand pump. Like the you know that like old Tommy you pump to get the water out of the ground that is uh, rattling next to you. I give the hand pump. Okay, uh, about thirty percent of this comes out. <laughs> I, I I do a little more I guess. I have pump up. Okay, twenty more percent. <laughs> Visk is half out. Visk, you, you can keep you can coming. Take over. <laughs> no, I, I got it. I got it. Don't worry. Imagine me stop that. I'm well. I'm trying to get you out. Sorry, I, I do the rest. Yes, I've read about edging for some reason. <laughs> Dylan Pickleman mentioned it. No. I looked it up when I got back, yes. Oh, God. Uh, this is, this is, I'm reaping my own whirlwind. Uh, you, yeah, you, you keep, you do it a little bit too much, and then you're just spraying this with water. Uh, you can stop or continue as your pleasure. Does it feel good? I don't know. I don't know anything right now. All right. I stopped then. Uh, I'll tell you what you do know. You are. Actually, it was nice. Keep doing that. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're standing in front of a ramshackle shack built right where 
enormous topiary walls that stretch as far as the eye can see north and west come to a right angle corner. Uh, not far away, uh, off to your left, you might say, you can see a large double gate with vertical bars. How tall is this topiary we're seeing? Why, I'd say it's about 15 feet tall. Wow. And it stretches uh, as far as the eye can see, north and west. North and west? Mm-hmm. And it comes to like a corner, right mm-hmm. next, like right where y'all are at. And then there's the shack just outside that corner. And over to your left, there's a gate. Are we inside or outside? You are outside. Are we inside the, the, the hedge maze? No. Okay. You, these are the outer walls. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, the cor- yeah, you're at the yeah, outside yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah. Outside That's corner, it. I probably could have led with. So we're back at it so quickly with no instructions again. Oh, something the mayor said gave me pause. Yeah. Who's our same? Who's the adversary? Uh, you you hanging out later? <laughs> no. Who's the adversary? Who is the opposition? Uh, I. Does Visk know this? Probably not. First you've heard of it. First I've heard of it. Huh. Who would oppose the mayor? They're so great. Who would oppose death? Frankly, who could? I guess we've been fighting those people. He's not... Yeah. The mayor's not death. I, I, and death's not, like, bad. I raise my eyebrows at, over at... at <laughs> at Visk. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, you... That seems like semantics. You know how we got here, right? <laughs> You know, we're technically dead, right? Yeah. You're very biased against the concept of death as, uh, as former you don't, living people. I don't know if you ever will, uh, like, de- like, deal with it. <sighs> death is a, for us, me and Felicity, it's a given. It's going to happen. It has happened. Yeah, so you're <laughs> flaunting, you, you know, you're flaunting the laws here. It's not anything to flaunt. Visk. I came very close to something like death just earlier today. Yeah, but you've also been alive for, like, what, 99 years? Uh, not sure that's the right term, but yes. Thank you for thank you for remembering my age. Well, I, what? I remember things about people. I don't know how old you are. I don't remember much either. But anyway, it's just, who's against that? Who's the opposition? I, I mean, I imagine there's a lot of people with the desire sure. to go against death, but it's really a matter of who has the means. Mm. I'm going to look in the shed so we don't have to keep talking about this. Yeah, I'm, I'm following you, Duty Al. I open the shed. Uh, yeah, there's a, as I said, it is a, it is a shitty looking shack. Uh, I open the shitty looking shack. Excellent. You stroll towards the shack. Uh, as you're taking it in, you realize it does not seem to be very well maintained. There's a broken window, and some of the boards are only hanging onto the frame by one nail, but suddenly the door swings open, and short figure comes waddling out. This is Mourners! Whoa. Mourners are here! Uh, Felicity, you're the shortest of the three of you, I think? Yes, yeah. This little guy's about half your height, uh, with a pronounced slouch. His big, simple black eyes peek up at you from inside a filthy cloak that hides most of his body. Uh, Something that could be generously described as a meat mustache hangs down from his face. Uh, The two tips of it are curled and twitching. It's about, it's so long that it would be trailing uh, under his feet if it weren't lifted up and kind of exploring the air around him, just kind of pointing here and there. He's He's carrying a shovel and a hand 
hidden in the folds of his robe. The spade of the shovel is sticking straight up in the air like a flag. Night mourners, the rarest variety. Hail and well met, yeah, weirdo. Yeah, yeah. Felicity <laughs> crouches down like to be more like eye level with this person's. You know, I'm not sure if we're mourners, but we are certainly guests. Oh, this is a graveyard. Do you think you could give us the lay of the land? Well, it's mostly clay. Gesturing out uh, to the miles of red clay behind him. No, no, not the literal land. I mean, could you tell us a bit about where we are? Oh, this is Puzzlefield Gardens. It's a graveyard. Are you not? You, but you're not mourners, you say. You, you said that. You did say it. We can be. Visk finally squishes up. <sighs> Steps back. We're here on business. I see. Cemetery business. That's odd, but not mourning? No, I don't think. Unless something bad happens. We could. We could be persuaded to mourn. I, I could take a time to do a little mourning. Yeah. Uh, there's always a good... T- there's a time to celebrate and a time to mourn. A time to reap and a time to sow. A time to bury and a time to exhume. What's your name? My name? I'm Thomas. <laughs> Hi, Thomas. What? Uh, <laughs> Hi, nothing. What did you expect my name to be? Nothing. Thomas? Something weird? <laughs> because I'm a weird little guy? <laughs> I thought it'd be Thomas. We, we didn't say you're a weird little guy. That was your word. Yeah. It's not ours. I'm a night shift grave digger. What were you looking for? I don't know. Igor or something. Hmm. Seems trite. Yeah. But I'll take the note. <laughs> That's why I'm not writing this shit. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, uh, you want to get into the cemetery, okay? Uh, he's, he's, he, uh, trundles off on his two, on his two little legs, hidden, also hidden underneath the cloak, uh, leading you over towards the gate. Uh, as you are walking towards this gate, you, uh, you pass close to this hedge and you realize that it is dotted with black flowers. Each of them is about the size of a compact mirror and each has four wide black petals as long as a child's finger. Hmm. The flowers are kind of following you as you walk, like just like turning as you walk. I know exactly the length of a child's finger. Yes. You know, just pick your favorite child mm-hmm. and their favorite finger, and that's how long the petals are. Okay. Yeah. Children, huh? Well, that, that's more for the audience. Um, <laughs> I didn't know if Duty was saying that out loud. That was a little bit of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a there's a gradient between Casey and Dudu. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. It's a, spe- it's a spectrum. It's tough sometimes. <laughs> no, Visk is the one on the spectrum. You set it up and you Ouch. hit it out of the park of there, both of you. He leads you not quickly, but you do get there over about 20 feet towards this. Uh, it's a tall gate. It's a double gate, you might say. It's you know, it's the two that swing open in the middle. It's got thin vertical iron bars, and there is a wooden sign hanging on it at eye level that reads, Puzzlefield Gardens, After Hours Mourners, Inquire with Thomas, and an arrow pointing back the way you just came. Okay, just give me give me a second. And he takes his shovel. He's now gripping it with, uh, two, his, with two little hands hidden in his cloak. And, like, hold on. Let me see how good he is at this. No, not great. Uh, he is, he is, like, like trying to catch the sign on the tip of the shovel but it's rounded so it keeps like dropping down just around the shovel and he has to like get it back out and he's getting the shovel caught and it's just he's like I'll get there hold on take your time yes we'll wait 
Felicity does one of those things where she like tries to reach for it, but then he goes back in, and so she backs up to be polite. She's trying to help, but actually, as you as you reach for it, you hear something, Felicity. You hear something behind shift, and as this happens, uh, the sign com- the sign finally comes off, and you see behind the sign a symbol that all three of you are familiar with, but Felicity, you are the most familiar with it because it is identical to the badge that is embedded in the flesh of your... Actually, how visible is that badge? This might be relevant. It's on her chest. Yeah. It's it's probably like peeks out just a little bit uh, from the collar of her shirt. It's not like heavily visible. As you reach towards the sign to try to help, it like you feel it pull forward <laughs> and actually pulls itself forward and is now pinned to the outside of your clothes. It is the most visible it has ever been. Uh, as And as he removes the sign, you see that you see that same symbol on the gate and you see it is a white skull. The bottom half of it is overlapped by a three-pointed black crown. But as you reach for it, the gate lock briefly glows and the black crown slides up across the skull until it's hanging over it. And then the two parts separate and the gate swings inward. And just as you walk in, you notice that the skull has no jawbone. Wow, I've never seen it do that before. <laughs> What'd you say the name of this place was again? Puzzlefield Gardens. Oh, boy. Oh, no, it's God. just, look, 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 the ground looks like puzzle pieces. Isn't that whimsical and evocative? Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that part's lovely, and thank you so much for your help, Thomas. Thank You've you. have been an excellent host so far. You've been a wonderful man, Thomas. Uh, before you go, I would like to ask... Oh, I'm not uh, going anywhere. You yeah, why are we saying no. goodbye to this fellow? Because I kind of wish he'd go away. Night mourners need an escort. I was just being polite. He said I was saying goodbye to him. Well, I have a tendency to misinterpret people. Not really up on the social graces, are you, Visky? You know, uh, it's been it's been an ongoing issue, hasn't it? Anyway, I was wondering if you might have any intel about any uh, necromantic uh, oh. things happening in the graveyard. I guess that's, yeah, we, that's what we're doing here. Oh, his little mustache flutters up in shock. Necromancy? Oh, I, I hope not. Oh, me too. It's, it's an abomination. Hate this stuff. A sin against the natural order. Terrible. In which things die and stay dead forever. A hundred percent. As it should be. That's what I've been saying. Yes, we're all in agreement. Yeah. We, yes. That does all our understanding of that concept. Yep. Dead things should stay dead. And anyone that doesn't go along with these laws are cheating. We all understand death. Better or worse. No, I, so no, I, I don't have anything to tell you about that. I'm sorry. Okay. Let's find what you're looking for, though. I don't know what we're looking for. Do you know what we're looking for? It usually finds us. You're acting like you know what we're here for. We just saw the boss's face on the gate. I think that's a big start. Yeah. Uh, you step into Puzzlefield Garden Cemetery. Uh, to your left, ordered rows of identical white gravestones leading out as far as the eye can see. Miles upon miles upon miles of them pushing up out of the red clay like rows of molars in the mouth of a very large, very vegetarian shark. To your right, there is some hauntingly familiar statuary. Uh, there's a stretch of well-trodden ground about that goes about 100 feet in front of you before that, too, becomes endless ordered rows of gravestones. Very well-kept field you got here, Thomas. Thank you! I take care of it during the day. With my little shovel. Waves it about. 
lovely work. So are there actually some uh, berry people here? He uh, puts his little little uh, little sleeves up to his mouth. <gasps> of course. Lots of them. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. In fact, it's a rough estimate, I would say. He, like, gazes out at the endless fields of gravestones. <laughs> Countless. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Countless. I don't think they just put up little monuments for no reason. Is that is there a, is there a city around here or something? Where do these bodies come from? Yeah. This is an awful large graveyard. Oh yes, people come and then they bring a body and then the body is buried and I don't, you know, I'm the night grave digger. Who's the day digger? Oh, handsome Steve. He's very helpful and knowledgeable. <laughs> is he here? No, he <laughs> clocks out. At the Why? end of the sunset. Oh. Yeah. Is he on like call maybe? Hmm. Can we call Handsome Steve? Oh, uh, I guess we could try. Handsome Steve! Handsome Steve? Handsome Steve! Glances around. Uh, no, I mean, I didn't expect that to work. He usually arrives on a horse. Hmm. Well. Yes. He does sound kind of handsome. Yes, very helpful too. Knowledgeable. Yeah. He's always, he's always muttering thing, lore and helpful. <laughs> Establishing backstory. <laughs> Exposition. Oh, we can't have it all, can we? He's a great fighter, too. He has two swords. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the haps? I don't know. Anything cool happening around here lately? I mean, there's these statues. And gestures with his shovel. Uh, there's There are three statue looking things to your right. We look at them with our eyeballs. Uh, as you take a closer look at these statues, you recognize them as almost identical to the ones in the Veilgard Mausoleum. Where you met Vincent and Ricochet, and uh, what else happened? Oh, Felicity's badge. So you take a closer look at these statues, you recognize them. Uh, they are the statues from the Veilgard Mausoleum. Very similar, a memorial to the previous order of skull tenders with a few significant differences. Now, which one of these three statues do you want to look at first? How about the one that's closest to you? I'm so glad you chose that one. The one closest to you... Uh, and closest to the corner of the hedges is a woman in light plate mail armor. I'm going to look exactly at Casey as I say this. She has a slightly sardonic expression. Uh, Victoria is engraved into the base. Uh, this statue of Victoria Veilgard is different from the one in the Veilgard mausoleum because, oh, Felicity is holding a sword, and it's a sword you recognize. Hmm. It's your sword. It's Ricochet. It's a jagged black blade. Victoria... I point at it. I guess I should probably just ask. Ricochet? Yes. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. They didn't take me off this one. That's nice to see. What? Why are you on this one? Because I was Victoria's sword. Oh. So you probably know where we are. They, The night guy is very sweet, but he doesn't seem to know very much of anything. Um. Can you tell us why they sent us here? Yeah, hold, hold me aloft. Skyward, you might say. <laughs> Very rude to say aloud around Thomas. I don't think Thomas is listening right now. I hear all. Oh, okay. But don't worry. I gather up my grudges like 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 May sunflowers to 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 to, to distill for another day. <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with your grave work. Your grave work is beautiful, but thank you. We we work in the regulatory industry for death, and it's understandable you don't know anything about that. Of course. That's a, at, at that. Felicity holds her sword aloft as directed. Uh, let me see. Looks like a graveyard. Uh, I'm sorry. That was, I know that's not super helpful. Uh, contextually, I'm sure you put that together. 
Uh, okay, statue. Oh, those other. Oh, somebody fucked up the Pexus one. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, this looks like a cemetery. Uh, I have to say, I don't know that I was ever here before specifically, or if I was, it might have been lost in some kind of weird memory. I'm sorry. It's, it's just fine. Thank you anyway. If it later becomes true that I was here, then I'm sorry. I'm not being, <laughs> I'm not being confusing <laughs> on purpose. I did just wake up. Uh, I, I tell you one thing. Go ahead. That's a lot of gravestones. I don't know that that's relevant, but it's creepy. It certainly seems abnormal for a place that's made of clay earth. You have the sword. It's the same sword. Wow, a celebrity sword. My goodness. You know, regulatory work. You bring the right tool for the right job. Oh, yes, I understand that. Waves his little shovel around. I point to the other things. What are those things called again? Excellent. Those big things. The fountains? Show me the next fountain. Yes, I'll 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 walk over here, mm -hmm. and then you can you can look at it and decide what you think about it. Okay. Uh, he's just kind of mumbling on, but you're able to come to your own conclusions. Next in line is a fountain, and like the one in the Veilgard Mausoleum, this has the name Syrup carved into the base. Although unlike the one in the Veilgard Mausoleum, this one is not currently spraying water. What's it spraying? Nothing. Oh, it is off, or rather, it seems like it might be broken because the pump in the center of the fountain has been crushed. Aww. Tell you what, make an investigation check, everybody. Investigation, I have a negative one. A uh, non-natural 20. An aberrant 20. 16. 7. Ah, excellent. So, for different reasons, Visk and Felicity are able to put together that probably what is broken is that the pump in the center has been crushed. Uh, either Even from outside, the fountain, you can see that, but as you look closely, you can see that the grit marks where a huge, enormously strong human fist squeezed the metal clothes. Oh. Hmm. Like, you can, like, if you look close enough, you can see fucking fingerprints in the metal. That does not bode great. Why not? Is, is this crushed part here, is this new or old? Do you know a very large person? Mm, all three of you look big to me. Well... I'm just a little guy. <laughs> you got me there. Aren't I cute? Aren't I a stinker? <laughs> Even bigger. Even bigger? Uh, no, I do. I... Hmm. He's kind of like looking down on the fountain. Looks really dry. Not a drop in sight. There's actually like some dead leaves from the uh, topiary behind y'all. And there's such... There's like a... There's a fairly dense layer of them. It looks like this fountain has not been on in a long time, based on the, mm. like, there's like a PD decomposition to the leaves. A what? A PD discomposition. A PT? As unto the quality of peat from a bog. What's that? I, like, point to the third one. Yes, the last statue, from memory, should be an enormous shirtless man with a very long beard and extremely intense eyes. Should be? It should be that, but all that's there is the stump of a leg sticking up from the base of the statue that was left behind when something wrenched the statue out of the base. You, there's twist marks in the stones. You can tell it was a wrenching motion. You can read the name carved in the base is Pexus, but only because it's what you're expecting to read, because you read on the other one, the actual carving has been kicked to pieces. Whoa, somebody hates Pekka. Uh, you can see... <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> there are, hey, I'm the idiot. There are, and this is for the freaks, clear imprints of bare feet in the stone where the feet, where the kicking happened. Huh. Did Handsome Steve do this? Oh, no. That's not very handsome. He has tender feet, very tender feet. That's why he has to ride a horse. <laughs> then what the heck happened? Who couldn't tell you. I don't know. Why not? <laughs> don't you work because here? Because it happened before I got here. Oh, what? It happened before I got here. Oh. Can't expect me to know about those How things. long have you been here? Hmm? How long have you been working here? A while. Vague. Vague. The nights all blur together. Mm. Do I look like... I'm sorry. Do I look like I have a... Do I, do I look like I keep a calendar? I, I make no presumptions about yeah, your timekeeping methods. Yes, actually. It's not my job. <laughs> I w- okay, here. I you work, work every, here. I work every night. I see almost no one except Handsome Steve when we clock out. I gave him the nickname. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I, I wake up from my, my awful little shack and I trundle here. And I- handsome Steve better not just be a handsome red herring. Hmm. Well, it's incredibly likely, but we'll see, won't we? All right. See, I relate to all of this except the shack part. You lost me there. Yeah. Well, uh, do you sleep in something nice and dignified? No. It's worse. Really? What is it? It's a jar. Oh, that's that is worse. Wow. Under my desk. What? Wait. What? At work. <laughs> what? What? You sleep in a you sleep in a jar at work? I get it. I mean, I'm supposed to. <laughs> okay, well, that part I don't get. Yeah, you know what? Figuring you out is too much work right now. Oh, we got to figure out who, what's happening here. Do you all sleep in jars? No. No, the rest of us are normal. I can't. Moving on from the jars. Okay. It's normal not to. Okay. Wait, hold on. Who's sleeping in jars? Just like, look like like pointing the shovel at each of you in card. <laughs> Visk raises a hand and there's like 13 fingers on it. Ooh, wow. Uh, check this out. He raises a hand and there's like three horrible little tentacles flitter out from the, Whoa. From Whoa. the thing. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> nice, nice. High five, high five. Uh, yeah, uh, make a uh, make oh. a constitution saving throw. I can't even <laughs> high five a guy without no, it's okay. being punished. <laughs> it's okay. You're, nobody's saying you're being punished. He's Ooh. a... He's a dangerous guy. Fifteen. Okay. You, Wait. Plus plus something. I don't know. Uh, five. <laughs> okay. Not natural twenty. I've uh, not you, been adding that to any of my saves until oh, now. Oh yeah, you really should. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> you. Yeah. You, yeah. That could. Wait. Yes. That is like the main. How many episodes? We gotta are we? start all that the is way over. The, hold now. on. <laughs> okay. Hold up. <laughs> that is like the main. That is. That's like you. That's like saying you haven't been using. Well, I was gonna say weapons or armor, and then I realized. I've been not yeah. doing that either. That's fine. If, you know what? We're all having fun playing the game, learning as we go. I'm, I'm new here. You know what? I'm not mad. <laughs> no, no. I'm, what happened? Uh, nothing. There was a conversation about this sleeping in a jar. Well, no, I mean like high the five. high five. Oh, you don't get grossed out. No, why would I? Exactly. You're made of sterner stuff. Yeah. You do get some red clay on your on the on your little pseudopods. But you can, you can do whatever you want with that. I just absorb it. Okay. You have a, a a small hunk of red clay floating around inside you. It's going to gradually disintegrate and make me a little pinkish. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I now have pink pigment somewhere in there. Why did so many people die here? Well, they, I think I assume they died elsewhere. They don't keep any records on those things. If they are, I'm not being looped in. Yeah, I didn't think so. Maybe handsome Steve. Where's your manager? 
Handsome Steve is my manager. <laughs> God damn it. Seems a little inappropriate that you nicknamed him Handsome Steve if he <laughs> outranks you. Yeah, it's like, that's like the fifth group, fifth weirdest thing about me for sure. <laughs> See, I own it. We're having fun. What the hell are we doing here? So yeah, what, what else is there to do around here? Uh, what are y'all, what are y'all doing right now? If you're, if you're just kind looking of around, up, I'm getting, right. getting pissed off at Handsome Steve. Uh, Felicity, <laughs> as you were looking around, uh, as you get close, as you move uh, away from these statues and towards the graves, uh, your badge begins to glow ever so slightly. Huh. I continue closer to them. Does it change any further? Uh, it gets slightly brighter as you get closer to them. Do we see this? Uh, she's facing away from you, but okay. you see like a, a slight, uh, what is it? What is it called when it's a uh, penumbra, but light Pen you see light you see a little bit of glowing a glow <laughs> from the other side light umbra Cor like, like a corona there light. oh yes corona. See a cor yeah, there it is so sorry did somebody say corona i've got limes i don't have limes i do have scurvy this <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy man i was trying to come up with a jackass joke i love this guy <laughs> Yeah, Felicity's uh, going to continue closer to the grave. Any direction that is continuing to light up more, she's continuing in that direction. Okay, if you were if you were just kind of following that, it is leading you uh, towards these graves, which as you get closer to them, you realize that the angle of these graves is such that you can't read the words that are on them unless you are standing directly in front of them. And they're so close together that you cannot stand in front of the grave without standing on the grave. That's fucked up. This is... Mm -hmm. I, uh, Felicity's going to lean in close to the grave that seems to be lighting up the uh, the badge. Take a look at what it says. Uh, as you lean closer, uh, you your badge is glowing a little brighter, but only a little bit. Uh, there's a name on the grave. That name is Jebediah Brightcatch. Hmm. This turns to Thomas. What's a lime? Hmm? Jebediah Brightcatch. She raises her hand and beckons the other ones over to her. Come take a look at this with me. Hold on. Hold on that lime thought. We're being beckoned. Oh, Joel. Oh, I love a good beckoning. Who doesn't? You stay there. Oh. All right. Well, I sort of need to escort you. Sorry, that's the rules for night mourners. I know you said you're not mourners, but, you know, I have to follow the rules. Yeah, who's this guy? Don't be mean to Thomas. He can hang. Nah. This is a very... Um, this. I'm in a mood. It, he's like he steps directly onto the grave to read it. This says Jebediah Brightcatch. I guess he was a fisherman. Hmm. Oh yeah, look. And the one to the left is name is labeled uh, labeled. <laughs> the one to the left uh, has the name Quint Harpoon. <laughs> oh, there's another fisherman, I guess. They want to just have these little names like this. It's very cute. Just not in the mood for some reason. Yes, that's how. Last names work. Right, yeah. Everyone's I guess mine works the way. I'm the owl. I'm an owl. Yeah. Aren't I? That's why you picked it, I assume. I didn't get a I didn't really get a say in that. Huh. Typically when you when you come of age, everyone gets the first name from their parents or whoever. You know, whoever wards whoever, of the state or yeah. what you know, the Jerry for me. The makers if they are dark homunculi or whatever. And then they get you get your name from your parents or whatever and then you come of age and you choose your last name people choose names based on you know different things what was that about homunculi you said hmm? oh don't listen to me 
Do I know what a homunculus is? Uh, it's, it was a weird thing to hear this guy say, for sure. Uh, everybody, oh. make, everybody wants to can make an insight check. Yeah. Making oh, absolutely. An insight check. Wow, I'm rolling okay this time. That was a 16. I told you. You got the low ones up. Oh. Slizzy don't know shit about this. It's a five. A 10. Uh, this, that is, that was a super weird thing for this guy to say. That, that definitely sounds like dark shit. Do I know anything about like that they're big or anything? I'm gonna wanna I'm gonna wanna not con- canonize that I used that word because it is, <laughs> it is directly Full Metal Alchemist. But like, uh, it's a pre-existing. Oh word. yeah, it is. On. And I know. Yeah, the concept <laughs> of a homunculus far predates Full Metal Alchemist. That is not okay. the first thing I thought of. And also, we've, <laughs> we've like never referenced anime or video games before. <laughs> yeah, but. It, okay, it was a weird thing to say to drop into the middle of a, of like a list of things. It's not, it's not a, like. Have you met any homunculi lately? Oh, never. I just I read about them in my little book of scary stories to read while you're digging graves. Oh, okay, I get it. It, it freaks me out honestly just to dig the graves. I should stop reading that book. But once you start a book, you should finish the book. We have a lot in common, little guy. Oh, I think so. I like reading. Waves his little fingers at you. Uh, yeah, there's like the names on these gravestones going down are there's Cassandra Sower, Theodore Thresher, Bella Trucid. Uh These look like the names of people like those look like some farmer names. And then past that, you see Ogden Stonecarry, Bruce Liftstrong. Uh, these look like guys who had some, uh, you know, some manual labor names. Uh, as you as you uh, lean forward, Felicity. Yeah, the badge gets brighter as you lean forward, but uh, that's like, it's up to you. It's up to you. Do we notice the badge? Do I notice it's, the badge? She's right there. It's hard to miss. Yeah. Whoa. Does it get lighter elsewhere? Is it hot and cold? Felicity leans to the left, away from the grave to see if it gets colder. If, if you lean away from the direction that you were walking in, yeah. then it does get colder. Okay. She walks past the grave. Uh, it's getting. Are you walking on the graves? Or are you walking on the row in the little road? Uh, I'm squeezing between the graves just to see if it stays. If it, the thing I'm looking for is behind the grave or if it is the grave. Uh, as you move past the grave, uh, you it gets brighter in that direction. But it, that that direction is more graves. Well, I don't really understand this any better than you guys do, but I think it's the best lead we have. I'm going to sounds good. Just follow where the light takes me. Do we have any objections? No. Nope. No objections. Yeah, that's all we've got. Not any in the least. Oh, you're still here. Yes, I'm your escort. All right. Thomas Vari, that's my name. I know. Maury? Vari, yes. Felicity is going to continue following the light, stepping over graves as needed in that direction. Uh, You can't. Oh, you can't? Okay. I mean, like, okay, you can, if you can do that, it is going to take you three to four, it's going to take you about five times as long. They're right next to each other. Oh, okay. All right. You're being so tender. They're just dead people. Right. Who cares? Hold on. Are we talking about like a fan, like a, like a fence of of just graves? Just rows and rows, like little white teeth. Picket graves. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like picket fence, just like, just next to each other. Right next to each other. They are crammed in. And how tall are they? Uh, about, uh, like a little shorter than this guy, so probably about two feet. Oh, they'll just step over it. Yeah, you step over it directly onto the grave, (laughs) onto Mm -hmm. the feet of the grave behind it. They are also packed in in that direction. Okay. 
and she's going to just continue that process, stepping over, jumping over the graves as needed, continuing in the direction of the light. A very efficient layout you've got here, Thomas. Thank you, it predates me. Uh, well, I mean, someone's got to keep it going, though. I mean, this gig predates me, too. Hmm, everybody except the people who invent their jobs. The true, the true... The real pioneers. The true frontiersmen. <laughs> the makers. We truly stand on the shoulders of giants. What is, what is it? What is that a bullshit investment bankers call themselves? Founders. <laughs> bullshit. I think they should all be destroyed. The founders of the graveyard. Hmm. The founders of death. Ooh, evocative. Ooh. Uh, yeah. He's trailing Ooh. along. If you guys are going ahead, he is trailing along behind you. Uh... It is. He is We're moving going. his little legs as fast as he can to keep up. Uh, so you're walking, and you've been walking for a while. You're navigating by the glowing and dimming of Felicity's badge. Uh, it occasionally, uh, it gets more finicky uh, about every five or six minutes or so, and you have to kind of reorient. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're navigating by hot and cold. It is getting brighter. Uh, it's almost to the point where it's hard to see outside kind of the halo of the light, but you can still get a pretty good look at it. Does that hurt to hold? Does it hurt to hold? Is it hot? No. Well, it's attached to you, like you're not holding it, right? Oh yeah, no, it's attached to me, but I'm, oh. I'm trying to see if it, if I feel anything from it. No, it's just bright. It's just bright. Okay. It's, it, it's oh. not giving you any kind of sensation beyond brightness. And it is, it's the white skull part that is bright. No, it uh, doesn't really feel like anything really, strangely enough. It's a very cold light. Can I hold it? I don't think it comes off, unfortunately. Oh. Believe me, I've tried. Okay. You can try. I just, I built the dude is just a little more dejected and goes, okay. She's going to give it a try for due to the owl and try to take it off. Because it is no longer embedded in her flesh. It's now in her clothes. That is new. Uh, you go to pick it up and it gets stuck to your fingers. But it does, it does actually move easily to your fingertips. Huh. That's weird. It's like a magnet stuck wherever you put it on your body. Do I have a badge? No, neither do I. What the? Look, if I could give it to you, I would. She sticks it back to her shirt. This is bullshit. I hate this life. Wow. wow. Uh, Sorry, I just... I'm in a mood. Yeah. You're normally not like this. Rough night? I don't, let's just keep going. I didn't want to argue in front of Thomas or anything. But... Let's just keep going, please. No, no, wait, I can hang. What's wrong? <laughs> no. You guys Look, get into some workplace problems? I don't know you, Thomas. Oh, then I suppose you never will. With that attitude, let's go then. I'll continue to escort you. Thomas, you'll have to forgive Dudu. He's normally not like this. It's kind of strange and disconcerting. I guess I'll take your word for it. I can hear you. So? <sighs> Thomas, like, sucks <laughs> in. Was that, was that a bad thing to say? It was just normal stuff where are we going uh you've now been walking so far so far that the those black flower hedge walls have faded away behind you in the dark to nothing more than a gr uh, dark green line running parallel to two horizons you can see this is a big ass graveyard no kidding yes endless endless literally that's what they say i've never seen the other side top side has endless places are we still getting warmer and warmer Based on the uh, light? Yeah, you've actually reached a point where it is leading you directly west in a direction that runs exactly parallel with the row you're in. So you, if you don't want to, uh, in fact, it wouldn't even make sense to efficiently, you can just walk between. You know what I'm saying? You just walk west like you're in a lane. 
I will walk west betwixt the graves. We're just I'm just following. Wait, wait for Thomas. Wait. Oh, I'm getting oh, I'm getting so tired. He stops and kind of like leans on his shovel. Oh, you're right. You know you don't have to walk this whole way with us. It's okay. No, no I, I I must. I must. And Dudu, you feel something? Actually, let me see who it is. I don't feel anything. <laughs> I'm going inward. <laughs> oh, well, you are pulled out. The tyranny of the flesh brings you back to yourself. Uh, you feel something grab your ankle. Ow, quit grabbing my ankle. Uh, yeah, you look down at it. Uh, it's a... And here, here it fucking comes, y'all. It's a rotting hand. The skin hanging on the finger bones like gloves bought by a mother who thinks gloves are something you grow into. This hand is connected to an arm that is so decayed you can see where wet red clay is clumped between the two bones of the forearm. As you're watching, terrified, screaming at the top of your lungs, uh, a head pops out of the ground next to it. The left half of the face is mostly skull, matted with brittle hair and more red clay. The nose has rotted away to a pit. But the other half of the face is still decaying, hair and scalp clinging to skull, and one glassy eye open wide as if in terror, spinning freely in the socket like a loose trackball. Uh, the eye stops and pivots directly towards you, Dudu. Uh, the wet ruin of the mouth swings open, revealing far more teeth than you would have hoped for, and he's going to try to sink his teeth into your leg. Whoa, I thought we were going to talk to this guy. Uh, and his teeth are going to sink into your leg, and you are going to take uh, seven necrotic damage to your human Fuck. leg. Uh, it, like, where the teeth connect, like, black lines shoot out across uh, the bot, like, that whole shin bone and start wrapping around Ow, it on themselves. Ouch! Oh my Ow. god! Doo-doo! Everybody roll for initiative, baby! God damn it, I only got ten points left. What the... What's happening? What have you done? Does Thomas have to roll for initiative too? Uh, yeah, Thomas is rolling. Uh, for sure. Oh, nine. Ten. Oh, no, wait. It's a seven then. <laughs> uh, eight. Uh, that's great because Thomas is going to go first and he is going to swing his little shovel at the zombie head. At the, zo at the, at the head that's sticking out of the ground. Maybe it's a zombie. Maybe it's not. Who's to say? Let's see. Uh... He is going to miss the head, and that shovel is going to clang doo-doo into your knee. <gasps> and you're going to take another two bludgeoning damage <gasps> to your knees. Oh, why? Oh, no. You idiot. Oh, what have I done, Thomas? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, what? And I'll, I forgive you. I forgive you now. It's too late for that. And Thomas falls onto his back and then sits up. And the hood of his cloak falls away, revealing a second set of round eyes above the first, and all four are glowing red. Two sets of large black mandibles erupt from his neck. The thick sensory organs that you took for a mustache now point directly at you, Dudu, as his head rises up and out of the cloak revealing more mandibles, and the head continues to rear up into the air on a segmented column of black exoskeleton, rows of sharp legs dancing in the air as Thomas is revealed to be a 20-foot-long centipede as thick as a fire hose. 
Oh, shit! Welcome to the graveyard, Skulltenders! Ah, oh, well, what a nice... Here I am at this restaurant that I'm enjoying. I'm... There's one thing I know I'm not going to do. It's sign up for any Patreons today. I'm too busy being a piece of shit. All right, sir. Uh, here's your check for your restaurant. And uh, <laughs> and also, uh, here's your list of tiers that you have subscribed to uh, to our podcast. All right, goodbye. Oh, you, You're not wait, going to I, stop me and ask me to re- say anything more about this? You better you better tell me about uh, these maps and mandibles. I don't remember ordering those. I know you you did. It's in... It's in it's in your $5 tier, new in town. You get the doodles and you get maps and mandibles, which is Cohen's series of maps and all the things they draw uh, to for each episode. And you also get Casey's things that he draws for each episode. You get a lot of doodle, you get a lot of drawings and doodles from both of us, okay? Uh, so you subscribe to that. Uh, well, and then that's right there on the check. But then I, I what is this what is this about the access to a skull tenders community discord? What is this preposterous? You ordered that situation? you get that with all tiers, including your ten dollar tier. You also have the obsidian and bone tier right here. It's a plain black and white, so <sighs> it says you get you get access to the skull talkers, which is our behind the scenes show <sighs> where we talk about each episode after every episode and answer your questions, which if you are an obsidian and bone tier, which you are, sir. Uh, you will be able to ask us questions, and we will answer them the best we can. I see, but uh, surely I don't also get all the benefits from the from the new in town tier along with you. That. Do well, you get all the benefits. That's why you get the five mm-hmm. and the ten. You also get like when we do a jawbone, which is an extra podcast where a couple of us talk about something we like and uh, uh, like you know uh, Kirby or weird horror games or. Uh, weird art 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 opinions that that one dream we all had on the same night Mm -hmm. when we were all younger that we only realized that we all had later yeah the blood moon um yeah yeah you get all these obviously at 10 but you Uh, but i'm an i'm an aggrieved patron at a restaurant no 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 you you got everything you ordered because you actually ordered Ah. you're actually see if you look up a little more you also actually oh you've ordered the permanent resident which is the 25 a month tier (gasps) But why would I want to hear all these deleted scenes with a guided tour of scenes that didn't make the cut but are very funny on their own and just does a really good job? Because of- you're a great patron of our art, sir. Mm, interesting. And you also get to hear the level up mechanics, all the mechanics of D&D that the sickos love. And I know you're a sicko, sir. It says here right on this check. You're right. On this check I'm giving you. That's true. You get everything else, including the le- deleted scenes and levels up. And sir, mm. I'm seeing on the check that you're a heavy header too. I, that can't be correct. Are you sure? Oh, wait. It's a thousand a month tier, sir. Wait, did I do that by accident? Oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> All the benefits of the previous tiers and a plot relevant NPC. Yeah, you get a plot relevant NPC, sir. So uh, you're going to have to pay. Well, there's only one thing I can pay with, and I uh, throw up my heart and hand it to you. Thank you. Is this worth a thousand dollars? Absolutely. I run it through, put it in the card reader. And, the, and on the card reader, it says patreon.com slash skulltenders. <laughs> I love to support the arts. Sign up today. Yeah, please. It's hard out there. Hard out here for us. Sir, your heart's been declined. Oh, fuck. This centipede is coming out of a headless corpse at the base 
of its of its uh, its segments that has horrible black legs sticking up sharply out of it before angling back into the ground and coming out of the extremities which is to say the arms and legs are awful little centipedes which are coming out of the body and burrowing down into the ground I am a terrible judge of character I'm so sorry everyone I knew it You'll have plenty of time to apologize. And this thing is dragging itself towards you at the base. Uh, Dudu, it is your turn. Is the zombie still on me? Uh, it bit into you. You can make a strength check to try to get away from it. Strength check. 15. Yeah, it holds on tight, but you rent, you wrench your leg away, taking a bunch of its teeth with you. Uh, Gross. And for a second, you're like, oh, yeah. You're free. Rain. Yeah. And you still have a move action, but just just want to let you know about something else that is happening, which is on in the grave behind Thomas, uh, a grave labeled, labeled. I guess that's just what I'm going to be saying. Uh, engraved with? Engraved with uh, da, 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 Misha Rail Splitter. Another hand erupts out of the ground. This one in is is curved into horrible little talons. And then a head erupts out after that, and it has a long beak. It looks like this is somebody who got biomancied with some bird stuff, just like you. Mm. And then the grave behind that one, and the grave behind that one. And every grave that you've been walking on all the way back, as far as you can see, currently has a zombie pulling itself up out of it. And as you look down at the one that you wrenched your leg away from, a centipede erupts, like, like just sticks itself out of the socket and tries to sting you, but misses. I'm starting to think we should run. I think you might be right. To where? Wherever it's glowing. To whence? Is the glowing even the real thing we need here? Probably, it's the only thing we've got. Okay. Well, I only have eight hit points left. Yes, yes, follow the glow. Shut up. Oh, I hate that he confirmed that. That's bad. Absolutely not. And he's uh, he's gonna he's spitting at you. Come on now. I'm, I'm gonna do a quick conk and uh, just aim it at fucking Thomas's stupid head. Uh, the, his head is uh, centipede head that is twenty feet in the air above you. Uh, conk is a fucking Dragon Ball extendable, hyper extendable mm-hmm. thing. Excellent. That's a really good point. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> How could you? So. Suck my conk. Suck my conk. <laughs> All right, make an attack roll. 19. Uh, you slam it right into one of those, like, meaty mustache things and roll some damage. Four. Yeah, you, uh, it looks like you bruise it. How dare you? Fuck you. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck me. Yeah. Well, fair enough. And uh, more zombies are erupt. Now the, he sprays more centipedes out of his mouth, and they land on the graves all around you and behind you, and they burrow down into the graves. I want to use a key, just a point of key, to uh, activate Step of the Wind. Ooh. Uh, which uh, to I could spend one key point to take the disengage or dash action as a bonus action. Oh, that's so good. And my jump distance is doubled. So I smacked his ass. I want to use Step of the Wind to just sort of dash away. He possibly also because you have damaged his little his little tentacle, 
it's hard to say, but he he lunges towards you as you dash away, and you are just too quick and agile and wind-like. And he hits the ground and comes up with his, his gross little mouth that was also hidden, is just absolutely stuffed full of red clay. How dare you, the indignity! You quickly leave Visk and Felicity and all of the situation behind you as you as you uh, book it. Dude is far away going, hey guys, let's get out of here. Yes. Whoa, he's fast. Visk, it is your turn. Uh, I'm going to disengage and get the fuck out of here. All right. Well, you're not you're not in melee range. Good, I'm just running then. Okay, yeah, you just run. You just run, you just run, oh, you run, you run. More zombies come out of the ground. Uh, one of them is going to launch towards Felicity. Whose turn it is not yet, so they get one. Okay. Uh, does a 13 hit you? Nope. Ah, well, then it misses. Possibly because it's a zombie, or possibly because this is the one that had a bunch of its teeth missing. Anyway, they're dragging themselves towards you as you uh, juke and jive, heading west, 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 following, 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 after doo-doo, the owl. More zombies cracking out of the ground. Uh, Centipedes are like hitting the ground behind you as you run, and you can hear them wriggling down into the graves. Yeah. The thing calling itself Thomas uh, is scuttling towards you at a terrifying speed, but it is dragging that body behind it, and it does occasionally get caught on the graves until finally he says, Pick it up! Pick it up, you filth! And a couple of the sprier looking zombies pick up the rotting corpse and just like are just booking it along after you. We definitely found our necromancer. Every every like 10 or 15 feet, those zombies just rot away, like their legs just rot away. They are not built to run. But then another couple of zombies pick it up. It is trailing directly after you. Oh, thank God we didn't meet handsome Steve. Uh, Felicity. Yeah. It's your turn. So do I have the blind side of Thomas then as he passes me? Uh, yeah. I'm going to take a swipe at him with Ricochet. Okay, as he passes? Yeah, as he passes. Okay, you get that. That's your reaction, so you get to actually do that on his turn. So go for it. Okay. Does a nat 20 hit him? <laughs> yes! <laughs> hit him for maximum damage. I don't think so. Let's let's go to the judges. That's uh, 12 damage. Uh, as Ricochet swings uh, and makes connect, it is just this perfect... Just, all right, all right, get together. Let's fuck this gross thing up. And the sword catches inside one of the segments and it makes this like pulse. As it connects, it's like it's hitting again, directly below where you hit. And it's another perfect hit directly in under one of the segments. It's a segmented body, so it does the same thing, which is to say you rip off two of the back segments of Thomas's back. And I would conservatively say a trillion centipedes, just like so many centipedes, just like spill all over you. And it turns like, I forgot about you. And two of its legs stab into your side. Uh, oh, Felicity, just run. You take uh, eight necrotic damage. Jesus. Uh, as these things like pierce you in the side, like double Christ. <laughs> Am I able to pull myself away from them to disengage using my cunning action? Uh, absolutely not. Okay. Uh, you are you are like stunned by this. It is an amazing amount of pain. You are currently being grappled and pierced, so you can't you can't just pull away. It's not a disengage when you're when you're being grappled. Isn't it Felicity's turn now? Because that was the opportunity of attack that she did. Yes, it is now Felicity's turn. So you can try to do that. That's right. My mistake. 
you are you are currently being pierced through the side either side and uh take another one necrotic damage it's fucked up man jeez i guess i'm going to try to pull myself away from it how they're inside you you need to pull them out yeah i I guess that i uh hmm. you know the pokemon pincer imagine that guy just like got you from the sides uh, each of those, each of those uh, brittle, chitinous legs piercing into you from the side, as it, it holds, and, and like this, like twenty foot tall worm looming over you. Okay, uh, Felicity takes ricochet, and I want to take a cut at one of the pincers, and then use my momentum to try to pull myself away from the other one, pull it out of me. Excellent, go for it. Eighteen. Okay, uh, roll your damage. Nine. Okay, uh, you slice one of the tips off. It's still stuck in you, but you get it you get it off of you, and you are able to kind of with the force of your swing pivot yourself off and it hurts to pull the it hurts worse to pull yourself off of this one than it did to cut the other one off, and you are now disengaged from it. Uh, you are, you've now pulled yourself free. <sighs> you still have one stuck into your side. Uh, Felicity is going to use her feline agility to double her move speed to catch up with the rest of them, moving me 60 feet. Okay. Uh, and you did a disengage? Yes. My cunning action. Okay. You won't get away from me. You, you'll never find it. And he's pulling himself. Uh, he's, pulling, he's, he's now being carried by these zombies. I mean, he was already being carried, but now he's being carried even faster as they are now tossing him hand over hand. <laughs> And he's spitting, he's spitting centipedes far ahead of him. You can, you, one of them hits your back, Felicity, as you're running, but you're, mm-hmm. you can just brush it off. Uh, but he is being carried along quickly behind you. But as you are moving, it is getting brighter and brighter. And right as you catch up with Dudu, uh, it gets very bright. In fact, it gets so bright that it is now blinking slightly and kind of a strobe effect happening. Uh, it's absolutely wonderful. Don't look directly at it. So you guys are running west. You guys are running west. Yeah. Yes. Dudu, it's your turn. I imagine we're running like the early Venture Brothers, <laughs> but they just had those stupid Hanna Barbera running <laughs> animations. Yeah. There is. There are looping graves behind you. See that you see names on the thing that say <laughs> Quint Harpoon, Fran Longcast, Cassandra Sower. Quint Harpoon, Fran Longcast, Cassandra Sower. <laughs> Harlem Globetrotters run past us. <laughs> And then you come to a grave that says uh, Victoria Veilgard. I skid to a halt like Fred Flintstone. What about y'all two? Other two? I grab them like Barney Rubbles. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) While we skid. Hold on a minute. (laughs) This stretches out like a booger. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's wonderful. And I look, I go, look. No, that's not that's not right. I know that much. Shouldn't she be in the mausoleum? She's not anywhere. They burn the bodies in the veil. In the mausoleum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. That's I see what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Right. I'm sorry. I did. Right. We can hear Vic- Ricochet, right? Yeah, that's always been. A, okay. Right. That's always been. Yeah, I'm the special one that always looks like they're talking to themselves. Everyone else gets to talk and reply. Yeah, you got you got Planchan in your head. Not anymore. <laughs> and the conch doesn't really talk. I just didn't know if we could also hear Ricochet. You can hear Ricochet. She's just usually a little bit more subtle. Got it. Suddenly, Felicity, the badge goes dark. And the ground beneath the three of your feet begins crumbling away. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. You fall 
let's see. Let me. I'll roll for everyone. Let's see. Oh, you fall. What do you know? You fall with the ground as it crumbles away. It's not like a fall that would kill you normally in Dungeons and Dragons, because the ground is following is falling slowly, like it's like it's sifting through something, and in, so it's like it's short little stops and starts of five or six feet. You go like uh, fifty feet before you come to rest on an iron grate with gaps too narrow for a hand to pass through. Uh, Through the gaps in the grate, you can see a ladder leading down 10 feet to a wide circular stone chamber, but you can't see the details of the chamber from up here. All you can make out is a lever at the bottom of the ladder. And as you are taking this in, a zombie falls into the grave behind you. Hits it extremely hard and splatters so hard that a centipede shoots out of its eye socket and everybody make a dexterity saving throw to see if it hits you. <laughs> this guy kicks ass, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this guy whips. 24. Thank you. Uh, 18. Wow, shit. I'm on a roll. 11. Uh, due to uh, it goes straight towards your face, oh make God. a scround roll to see if you eat it. <laughs> Dude is not having a day, man. <laughs> Got eight. Wow, my fucking legs fucked up. Jesus. An unnatural 20. Uh, you, it's flies straight towards you, all of its legs instinctively pointed at you, its little stingers ready to go. Oh, it's so, it's such a fucking asshole. But you just snag it right out of the air. You bite it behind the head so that the venom, the venom head like keeps going and hits the wall behind you. And it has to, in its last seconds of unlife, see you just slurping down its body like uh, Lady in the Tramp spaghetti. Uh, But then Another zombie falls, and due to hitting the zombie that fell before it, uh, it doesn't get fucked up as bad and just stands up and starts shambling towards you. It gets its foot caught, though, in that grate and the bars that make up the floor that you're standing on. Uh, did Dudu gain, like, what HP from that delicious centipede? Actually, Dudu gained three HP from that. There thank we go. you for reminding me. Oh, thank Christ. I'm looking out for you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm now back up to 11. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this wants to try to squeeze through the grate. Effortlessly. Awesome. I squeeze through the grates very quickly. Hey, what about us? It's Visk's turn. <laughs> okay. You squeeze through the grate. You're through the grate. I look around. Are you squeezing all the way down to the floor? Yeah. Okay. All the way down. Like, I think I've described you like this before, and I'm sorry. I got to think of another way to describe it, but not <sighs> today. That isn't bullying me. <laughs> like spit hanging out of somebody's mouth. Again, like bullying. Uh, you just kind of like... And... Uh, come to come to a, a a nice little stop you see a lever and as you're reaching for it i assume yeah i'm pulling that you can do what you want well as you're reaching for it you take in the entire room in an instant you don't know why but every detail of this room is intimately familiar with you it's not that you've been here before or even anywhere especially like here but everything you're looking at makes immediate and innate sense to you. It's like seeing a sandy beach next to an ocean or a bird nest on a high branch or the sky hanging above the ground. In this wide circular stone chamber, a single unbroken chain of epitome is carved in a large spiral leaning inward along the downward sloping floor towards a black pyramid-shaped hole in the floor. An iron chain leads from the deepest point of the inverted pyramid to a bright silver knife floating in midair above it that it's chained to. What the hell? 
And then you realize you have been staring at this room for too long. You have been lost in it. You hear Felicity and due to a, and what seems like more than two or three zombies above you. Hey, this. Fisk, a little help. The hell. Oh, oh, oh. This pulls the lever. Uh, yeah, the lever slides just like slide, just like it moves easily. It moves like it's been taken care of. And the bars slide into the side of the wall, of the of the grave of the tunnel grave, and both of y'all make a well. It's like ten feet. I think that's actually safe. But Moki, this is just just for fun. Uh, I want to see an acrobatics roll from Felicity and an athletics roll from Dudu. Natural twenty. Beautiful. Sixteen. Uh, Felicity, you drop down and you break your fall, just kind of like catching your foot on the catching catching a foot and a paw on the, uh, I guess they're all paws, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, you catch a, you catch a foot in a paw on the ladder, kind of dropping down in like two or three foot little drops. Uh, it, you know, it, it feels so familiar. It's almost like you've climbed the side of buildings before. Uh, Dudu, you hit the ground in like a fucking uh, Zack Snyder think this thinks this is the only way to make a superhero look cool. <laughs> and your legs and one fist hit the ground really hard. <laughs> And then two zombies hit the ground behind you and burst. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> uh, another zombie falls as far as the other ones did, but 10 feet farther because it falls all the way from the grave and through the uh, open bars. Can we close that again? Uh, let's find out. Visk uses the lever closes it actually uh it catches it, it it you swing the lever and the bars close so fast that they bisect a zombie oh cool just like right through and just his legs fall down uh and for reasons unclear just start doing a little a little kick a little kennedy kick dance for everybody uh which is to say it looks like nothing it's just kind of like flailing yeah, around literally only me and you get the <laughs> Yeah, well, and all and all the other freaks See? in the audience. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Look, it's the dumb dance, uh, this bad uh, animation company oh, who did oh, like Tiny, tiny Toons. Tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. Just have a yeah. special yeah. little yeah. stupid dance they always did. You hear over your head more zombies hitting and hitting the grate, and it begins to get muffled as it gets kind of crowded. But they are just filling it up. But they're not—they're not doing anything to the bars. They're just—they're just cramming in there. And you're, you can hear them uh, making zombie sounds. Oh, I hold my hand up to my ear. I believe I hear extremely good sound design. Ah, fantastic! Ha. I can't wait. There's a bunch of slide whistles there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like like me me fucking up at other times and having to do retakes, but slowed down. It's it's everyone's <laughs> lip smacks just echoing. Mm. I really do have access to the entire Hanna-Barbera sound library. Just give me, give me, let me know and I can pass it along. Mm -hmm. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, so you're in this room and you, we are now out of initiative order. Are you two all right? I guess. <sighs> My leg hurts. I've been better. You both got necrotic damage. Yeah. Are we okay? Is necrotic damage fatal? Felicity's going to pull the other barb out of her side. Ugh. Good. You, that means I don't get a chance to hurt you with it again. Uh, Does damage hurt? Yes, a lot. <laughs> oh, oh. It's twitching. The tip is just kind of like, like it's like angling itself back towards you. Ugh. I toss it to the ground and stomp upon it. 
goo shoots out of, not towards any of y'all, but some gross goo shoots out of the stomped on tip. Uh, am I right? Who hasn't been there? Uh, it goes straight towards those runes that are carved into the floor in Epitung that I think only this can read. Yes. Uh, and as as it would hit those runes, it sizzles away to nothing, and the runes that it would be hitting flash red. Oh. It's, uh, this room is oddly, oddly familiar to me, and also I read Epitung, so I'm gonna try my hand at reading this. What is it? Uh, this is, this is... Someone explain it to me. I'm stupid. I won't. It's not my, none of my business. I can't read it. Oh, it's language of the underworld. Oh. Yes. Although neither neither you nor Felicity speak it or read it. You have seen it before in the tunnel in Ve- the Veilgard mausoleum. Uh but this but here it is again on the floor. Previously it was used to ward me off. Mhm. There's a spiral of it that traces so the spiral traces inward but is it's like a this room's about, I don't know, this, is, this room's, uh, I don't know, 50, maybe 100 feet across. It's kind of hard to tell because it, it's, it's, it, it's at an angle leading downward in, inward like a funnel. Hmm. Uh, and these, uh, these runes, as they spiral around in this, this fairly wide spiral, uh, create a kind of natural labyrinthine winding path towards the center. Yes, I'm not stepping directly on any of these. And what's with that knife? I, I say pointing to the floating knife. Yeah, I think I'd like some answers as well, Visk. Yeah, Visk. Uh, maybe it says so here. Uh, the the epitome that you were looking at says the afterlife equivalent of do not cross. Oh, it says do not cross. Just all the way around? Uh. There's like variations and like, it's like, it's like, it's, it's repeated. It's, it's like somebody was filling out the page mm. a little bit here. Well, some, some are a little more rude than the other ones, but it basically amounts to that, yes. Okay. And since uh, I cannot, I'm allergic to silver, which it seems like that knife is made out of, and I, if I step on this, uh, and I'm going to step over it gingerly to the outside perimeter. Uh, as you try to step over it, uh, part of you just burns off, and you take four damage. God damn it! I fall. Oops. You didn't really. Well, point made. Okay. Well, point made. Uh, yeah. I didn't mean to make that point. Thought I had to touch it. Don't know why. Uh. And they start slowly walking outside the perimeter of it. Yeah. Do we need that? Is that important? It does look important. Is that our MacGuffin this time? I guess. Plus, is your badge blinking? She's going to take a look at the badge that had previously gone out. Uh, it has it has gone back to its usual state, which is to say it's not like dark or anything. It's just not bright. It's just it's regular. It's what it usually looks like when it is on your body. I gotta tell you guys, this stuff, this job is too demanding. It's the most demanding job I've ever had in my life. Truly. I, like, wh- what are we even doing here? I don't, like, that mayor guy, I, I don't know about him anymore, man. I'm not what? sure how I feel about the mayor either, he's but that's just, not really the point so, right now. What? I, but it, I just, what is the point? That's what I'm getting at. No, you're what right. What is this insubordination? Right. Why, did you, why did you volunteer for this job anyway? Because I thought it'd be fun. Because your fucking mayor browbeat me into it. No, you're freelancers. Is that what, you, is that what he tells see, you? Is that what he tells like you it. about us? Doesn't feel like it, man. 
What, are you here by force? Yes! Kind of. Someone tricked you into this? I forget, actually. I, I would say he was very clear with me, but... Well, what was, was what was the leverage that that or a permanent that or a permanent imprisonment or dissolution? Yeah. What you don't want to dissolve? You're supposed to do that down there, you know. Do you want to dissolve? Because you can. You can step right over that line right now and dissolve. It's not a big deal. Yeah, do it. It's uh, a thought. Wow. I just, I just go ahead. Go ahead and show us. I'm I'm just I'm losing the plot of what the hell we're even doing. Who's against him? I don't know. Like, I want to know, I want to know, I feel like I'm getting used here a bit. I'm not the smartest owl in the parliament, but I know when something's fishy. Hold on a second. Is there a funny way to put that in, like, a bird speak? Fishy. They eat birds. I mean, they, well. (laughs) I mean, the bigger ones. Welcome to my dark, twisted mind. In the world I envision, fish eat birds. Worms walk around on their hind legs and come out of guys. Knives float in the air. See if you can keep up. I can't, and that's my problem. I just, I wish they'd be honest with us. Whoever, I wish the mayor and the Burt Planchy, I wish they'd just be honest. They never will. Yeah. I just can't believe that you don't trust them. Well, uh, Felicity raises a finger to, to silence Vic. Who is that? They, Who is that? We look around. Oh, I wonder when you'd notice me. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, standing behind Disc is someone who has silently crept through the tangled knot of bodies that crowd the tunnel above you. Uh, and it's shaped like a gooman, for sure. But it looks unlike any Gooman you've ever seen. For one, it's opaque. You cannot see through it at all. And for two, it is bright red. Its form looks so solid that everything around it looks insubstantial. There's a hyper-reality to it. Hey, what's up? I could ask you the same question. Uh, who? Not much. What's up with you? Who the hell? Exactly. <laughs> it's good to meet you. My name's Syrup. What? Wait. Hey. I've heard about you. Yeah, so have I. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. The? I'm pointing back out towards where I think the fountain was. That, the... That one. The thing. He raises two of his pseudopods' hands up, and he's like, guilty as charged. And and not with... I'm not... This is not a dunk on this, but this guy, like, moves much more, like, naturally than Kumin typically do. Uh, he, he looks directly at you, Vis. He says, Oh my god. What is wrong with you, buddy? <laughs> I genuinely don't know at this point. You look like you're starving. I can see right through you. Is, is he not feeding you? Feeding? Yeah. What? He? Yeah, you're the usurper. Excuse me? Yeah, you know, you pr- probably know, I think, I think he calls himself the mayor. <laughs> You're going to... T- <laughs> yeah, we know the mayor. We know the mayor, all right. You want to start at the beginning? Who the fuck? Uh, well, I- actually, hold on. Give me just one second. Everybody make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> so we don't get our minds blown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had to roll bad eventually. That oh, was a two. Oh, god damn. A two minus one. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> 
That was a nat 20. Oh, that it couldn't have been better. Uh, I'm a four. I'm just four. <laughs> uh, Dudu and Visk. A second head grows out, and he's gonna, and he's, uh, and he's, one of them is looking at Dudu, and one of them is looking at Visk, uh, and he's just completely ignoring Felicity. Just let me just take a look. Okay. Yeah. So you serve the usurper. What happened on your last mission? Uh, I, I don't know. Okay. I've got it. Don't so, worry. And oh. you, uh, how long have you been working for him? I, uh. Okay. Got that. All right. Uh, tell me about your first mission. Well, it was well, kind of... The... All right, excellent. Wow. What the fuck? You, he points to you, Dudu, uh, he says, your mind is, like, wonderful. Thank you. And he points to you, he says, yeah, you're starving, buddy. You need to eat. What do you mean? I mean this, and he's gonna reach a pseudopod directly into you, Dudu. What? And make a will saving throw Ow. against having your soul pulled out. Whoa, 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 Will. Will. Wait, what is... There's no will. Sorry, make a wisdom fart. That Sorry. was to trick you. You have no will. This happens yeah. to you. I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> make a wisdom saving throw. It's right under scrounge. Eight. Uh, yeah. Um, the legs of the owl suck up back into it. As Dudu, your spirit is pulled out of this thing, and it is just a red barn owl left. You are this intangible doo-doo with legs, but you look like a ghost, and you are not supposed to be like this. He says, yeah, just take a bite. Look. Look, I'll show you. And he's going to try to take a bite. Uh, I'm going to interfere. I'm going to attack him. What's wrong? Oh, oh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Okay, let's do initiative order then. I don't want to fight him. I just want to stop him. (laughs) Buddy, this is what we do. That's due to his due soul going. No, Eight. Okay, it's faster than you. Uh, I got a nineteen. You, your soul is not in your body, though. Oh. I, I also got a nineteen plus three. Okay, Felicity, you're you're you are going to get to take an action before he bites. Okay, he is. He's like a gooman. He's like visc, right? Corporeal. It from what, as far as you can tell. But he's opaque. Yeah, he's red and opaque and cool. Uh, yeah, well. I'll be the judge of this. I'm going to try to bring uh, Ricochet down on the hand to separate it from Dudu. Whether he pulls away his hand or I hit it, either way, it seems like a thing that might free Dudu from this. Okay, go for it. Folks, you got to free your Dudu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 22. Ooh, that's very good. He is, yeah, that's going to make contact and be blunted aside. And you see ghost armor shattering. Ooh, almost. Sorry, do you... In terms of this, look, I don't want to get off on the right foot, but I gotta say, I think these two are holding you back. Uh, look, these are my wards, and I forbid you from, you know, abusing them the way you're doing this. Okay, let's, let's... Okay, all right, you know what? We've definitely gotten off on the right on the wrong foot. Shit, hold on. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I would say so, yeah. Yeah, fine, fine, fine. And he throws Dudu's soul back into the owl, and as <laughs> it was just kind of fluttering around and legs shoot out of the bottom again and it's like doo-doo it's like you're you're back whoa are you all right oh sorry well not really are you <laughs> no not at all to be honest freak yeah i get back doo-doo, up. are you all right i'm fine. he's fine i speak for myself thank you oh i'm sorry 
I don't think you really are. Syrup? Yeah, Was that's... It? Beg pardon? Master syrup? Oh, yeah, that's what this... Oh, yeah, that's what the wooden doll called me. Uh, I... I guess that's where you got her. It looks directly at Ricochet. Right. Outside Raiding of... tombs, huh? Outside of that, mm -hmm. I have never heard of you before. No, I imagine not. And you're calling the mayor? The mayor, a usurper. You've got a lot of things to explain. Yeah, and I'll get to them in just one second. And he's going Do to pull... Do not suck off any of my other friends here. <laughs> uh, that actually stops him. First thing he's, <laughs> turns he's like, we've got to get you fed. This is ridiculous. And he swings, he pulls the lever, uh, and zombies start tumbling. <gasps> Fucking hell, what are you doing? What do you think I'm doing here? Do I seem like I'm on your side? I don't know, I'm just confused. Uh, zombies are tumbling and tumbling and they are they are hitting the ground, all of you, and they are spilling across those runes and they are getting burned up, but they are getting, they are, there are so many of them now that they are, you see that like, it's like, it's like it's wearing out the rune. And finally that the first row of it gets cut entirely covered in bodies like, Oh, there we go. And he, he climbs over those bodies to the next row and he starts Felicity. reaching out pseudopods to pull to try to like toss them onto the next races. Yeah, we'll get here in just a second. Felicity! Yes? Go and grab that knife before he does. I'm on it. Okay, Felicity, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to try to go for the knife. Okay. It is about uh, 20... I, I think I said the room was about... How far did I, did I see? 50, I, I, I think. 50. Yeah. Yeah, so the, this would be about, yeah, that makes sense. It's about, it's three, row, three rows of the things and they're about, uh, yeah, they're about like 10 feet across. So where are you going? Because directly ahead of you is this guy. Mm -hmm. He is between you and the clearest path and he is on, he is halfway there. He's using a bridge of zombies. Actually, fuck a zombie. Here we go. And he just starts moving spirally around towards the knife. Shortest distance between two points is a straight line. Going right for it. All right. Uh, describe. Please do me a favor and describe how you were moving. Felicity's going to take off, uh, leaping over the zombies that have been laid out and heading straight towards the knife, ignoring the spiral of runes on the ground. Okay. Uh, you pass over the first one, no problem, and you get most of the way past the second one before you are yanked backwards by Ricochet. <sighs> It's like it's like your hand is stuck in a. It's like you're you're holding something, trying to walk through a door, and the thing that you're holding catches on the doorway. Ah! Kitty, no, please, please, please not, please, 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 please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. And she's like vibrating in your hand. Don't ricochet to me. Uh, yeah, she drops. She just she just drops ricochet to the ground. Keeps going. Oh damn it. <laughs> okay, uh, you can keep going. Uh, yeah, you are standing in front of a black inverted pyramid taking a, the shape of a hole in the ground. Uh, there's a chain of iron leading from the tip of that pyramid at the deepest part up to a silver knife floating about in midair. I'd say it's about like eight or nine feet in the air. Can I get a hold of the chain? Uh, yeah, you could. You can try and grab it. Sure. I'm going to do just that. As you as you reach for it, it feel it's like it's farther than it is. It's like when y'all were looking across the river uh -huh. to try to see the body, and it's like it start like way back, way back when uh, in uh, Heads of World, and it's just it's like it's pulling, it's like space is pulling away from you as you try to just lean. But mm -hmm. it's up to you. 
Uh, Felicity is going to leap for the chain and attempt to grab it. All right, acrobatics check. Okay. Uh, Nat 20. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh, Felicity, you... Take a take a few steps back, uh, putting your putting your paw right through the brains, right through a centipede sticking out of a, a still twitching zombie, and the zombie just stops inert as you go. But you gear up for the run. You do the little like free my mind fingers on the side of your head, and you run straight forward and you leap through the air, and your body makes contact with the chain, and then all of a sudden, you can see what's on the other side of the pyramid. It's very bright. It's a brightness you couldn't see before you made physical contact with a chain, but it is a room that is lit by the unbearably bright light of the sun in space. A tall skeleton with long, thin horns is pinned to the wall like a butterfly by long silver knives, one through each eye socket, one in each wrist and ankle, and one through where its heart would be. The knife through its absent heart is connected to all the other knives by thick iron chains but one of the knives in one of its eyes its right eye is connected by an iron chain that you can now see is connected to the knife floating in the air above you and you feel intense heat you intense heat your finger like your your fur is starting to singe as you are making contact with this with this uh chain the chain is hot way hotter than it seemed so hot that I can't continue to hold it or you're holding on to it but it doesn't feel good okay you're, you're like it's like it's you've got you got a little bit of the fur protection but this is what you're seeing and this is what is happening and as you are as you are dangling on this chain you are rattling the knife in the room and the figure the skeleton with the long horns tips its head up and looks directly at you with knives through its eyes. I think Felicity returns its gaze just wordlessly. Make a wisdom saving throw. That's a four. You feel time and space start to disentangle, and you feel that this is the role that you failed earlier, coming back now. And it's hitting you again. It is the same role. It is the same mistake. It is the same. And you are seeing glimpses of something. You are seeing rows of sharp teeth. And you're holding on as tight as you can. And actually, it is burning you. (laughs) Take four burning damage. As your fingers get cooked to the chain as you are held immobile, staring at this thing. Visk, it's your turn. Uh. Wow. You know, my skull tenders were pretty good, too. Yours? Yeah. Well, Victoria was. Hey, can, can, you, can you walk back this way? Let's, let's just talk about this. Sure, sure. What do you want to talk about? Uh, Here, let's, uh, let's, uh, come on. He's, he's actually, he's still making his spiraling way around to Felicity. He's like, come on, we can walk and talk. It's great. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, this is going to like approach them, but does not know what they're gonna do next. Uh. They're just continuing to walk in, in that, like, just kind of like gently amble in that spiral towards uh, towards the chain where Felicity is held immobile. Hey, hey, what are you doing? 
I'm just, you know, putting things right back to where they're supposed to be. You understand uh, that, right? No, 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 I don't. I, I, oh, I know you do. I know I, we have that in common. I, I don't, I don't know if that's true. Everything has a place it's supposed to be, Disc. Yes, and the way, the way it is is fine. I don't mm. understand what you're doing. You, d and that's the tragedy. You don't, because he took that from you. Look at you. Do you know what you're supposed to be? What? No, what? You're not supposed to be this bureaucrat. You're supposed to be a demon. What? And he, like, fire erupts out of his pseudopods and cuts directly through the chain in front of him. <gasps> That's the difference between us, Disc. You work for the mayor of the afterlife, and I serve the queen of hell. Who? And as the chain breaks, uh, that Felicity, you get your mind back, and that <gasps> glimpse of the room is gone. Whatever was holding you is gone. And this room is very, very, very unstable. Suddenly, it starts to, you, you look around and you realize, like, how is this room being supported? There are no columns. And it's like the insistence of that knowledge begins to collapse the room around you. Well, I'm done. Oki, get me out of here. And the ground at Syrup's feet turns to swamp. All right, see you around. I mean, probably. We'll see. Uh, Thanks for the help getting in. What? And he slides down into the swamp. No, wait! Legend! Legend! And the swamp dries and is gone. Felicity is still hanging from this levitating knife or she plummeted into the pyramid? Uh, you're still hanging. The knife is still uh, floating in midair but it is slowly, slowly just kind of drifting downward like a leaf. You're carried gently to the ground by it. Can I grab that? Yeah, you can do I whatever you want. I've just kind of sitting here. Sorry. Yeah, it's all good. Figured you were injured. Yeah, very badly. I mean, my soul was, yeah. Figured you might want to sit that one out. But I also was like, I didn't really do initiative or anything. I couldn't do much. Hey, how's it going in there? I, I called down to Velocity. Oh, am I down in the room now? As you're lowered to the ground, you realize that there's not an inverted pyramid. There's just like a black X in a square on the ground. Like somebody tried to draw a pyramid. What the? I see. It was a little uh, trick of the eye. Or it was, and now it's something else. Oh. What the fuck was any of that? Felicity is going to take the chain in the other hand and... Take a deep breath and then try to rip her burnt hand free of the chain. Uh, yeah, make a uh, make a medicine check. Seven. Uh, yeah, you, you're gonna take like two damage from the I'm dead. palm of your. You're dead. Yep. Ah, well, that's convenient. This last little gesture of you pulling your hand away from where it has cooked to the iron chain proves to be your limit. You feel your soul slipping out of your body, and it's the same way you feel. You feel like you are losing track. You are losing your hold on what is happening. And as you slip down into the ground, the last thing you see is Dudu looking around and doing a little uh, Fortnite dance, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I kind of like the, un <laughs> the unlove of just like, oh, I'm dead. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's it. But, like, you know, do you, do you. 
Lesney? I kind of get closer and nudge. She turned into bugs? Uh, no. This is the body. The body stays. The body was turned into this. It just doesn't have a soul in it anymore. Oh. Oops. Uh, what? Do we need this? I'm uh, pointing at the knife. I, I don't know. I don't know. Can I grab the knife? Yeah, sure. I try to grab the knife. It is in, it is just a very simple knife, like a wooden handle silver blade with an iron chain attached to it. There doesn't seem to be anything in particular special about it. Wait a minute. Was this, were we tricked? I think we were tricked. This is why I'm having trust issues with the mayor, Vesk. Uh, I, uh... Vis doesn't know how to process any of this. They're, like, speechless. Can we go back? Yeah. I... I don't know. I don't know what that just did. Duty, you can absolutely just kind of vacate your body like you do. If you want. That is something you can do. Okay. I just... Let's just go back. Uh, can you go back, Vesk? Do you know how to get out of here? I know you do uh, it differently. You gotta go, I'll like, in a toilet or something. Is there a toilet around here? I'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, Doodoo vacates his body. Yeah, a, a, a red owl looks around and says, Oh, how'd I get back here again? Oh, well, takes all kinds, I guess. A, uh, it's 11. Puts a little hat on and climbs up the ladder. They all have hats. I, I, don't, I just climbs. realized. They, yeah, he climbs. He's, he's, he, you've taught him the way of using his feathers like fingers. Uh, Visk, he's right next to you. says, what's your name? Oh, God, we can't linger here. This get, get confusing. Uh, <laughs> you later. Uh, Visk, you can make the, if you want. As you, as you actually, Visk, as you, as you reach the top of the ladder, uh, possibly, uh, worried about zombies or a big centipede or any of those other horrible things uh there you see that uh like the zombies are just getting shredded to nothing by the topiary the hedges those black flowers have grown out on long vines and are spinning at high speeds they have they have caught up with you and are trailing and are just like shredding through these zombies at the brain, they are like pulling out the centipedes and ripping them in half. Uh, the body of Thomas is gone, there, but there is a, 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 a like damp patch of swamp that has dried up near uh, near the exit. Uh, does Visk feel anything different from like what just happened cosmically? <laughs> Not from here, but who knows? We'll see. Okay, Visk is going to just real slowly walk back to where they came out with, you know, zombies exploding. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, uh, when fucking Moses, like, parted the Red Sea. It's just, like, zombies on either side, total chaos, and they're just going, like, a straight line where there's nothing happening. Yeah, just, just not registering any of this. No. Just, like, and you, you make your way back. Uh, you find the spigot, you find the broken fountain. And if you want, you can take either way. There's a drain in the fountain. You can take the spigot. It's all good. This doesn't want to take the fountain. <laughs> Since they met Syrup, they don't want to take the fountain. Yeah. All right, you get to the spigot. And as you, before you go up in it, you see, you can see now inside uh, the shack. You see, you see a, a dead body with a little name tag that says, 
I was handsome Steve. That was my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ironic. I thought it was a nickname. Uh, <laughs> Who's to say? This just reads it and like shakes their head and moves on to the, <laughs> the, the spigot. And Visk is hoping that the Soul River is going to like make any sense of this, if any clarity can come from that. Now, I'm sure you have quite a few questions after hearing that story. I know I will when they tell it to me. I hope you'll forgive me. I know you've been under the impression that the tale of the skull tenders that I, or occasionally Planchette, have been regaling you with is a story from the past, safely settled. But I'm afraid that things aren't quite that neatly linear here, despite my considerable efforts and the attentive cooperation of residents such as yourself. But I'm afraid I have to run. I have a... I have a reservation, you might say. You see, it's time I gave the skull tenders some answers. You've just heard Amber Carr as Felicity Fairweather, Casey Green as Doodoo the Owl, and Chess O'Brien as Visk. Skulltenders is game-mastered by Cohen Edenfield, with original music composed by Seth Boyer. Editing and sound design by Jess O'Brien. We hope you'll consider supporting us on Patreon, where you can find all sorts of chilling and original bonus content, including an after-show dedicated to each episode. And if not, well, we get everyone in the end.